This episode of Not All Podcasts Were Capes is sponsored by Shadow Boxes by James. Combining the love of arts and crafts with comic books and collecting, Shadow Boxes by James is the perfect gift for every fanboy and fangirl in your life. Visit shadowboxesbyjames.com and use the promo code NOTALLPODS, that's all one word, for 15% off your purchase today. And now for the podcast where it's just the boys talking about the, the boys. boys. The this boys. is Not Where's All Ariane? Podcasts Where Where's Ariane? your hype level is at another level tonight what's going I know, on right i i'm looking at the my levels over here in the recording and it was like redlining the entire time ariani's not here because we're recording the boys well i think ariani partied too much that's what happened that's and possible that could, that could I be think it. that's what happened that could be it but um but so mr spedavecchia Mr. Tehran. What are we doing today? What are we doing today? What what are we what are we discussing in our filmic podcast today? Well, you already said it about fifteen times, and we said it in the intro when you blew everybody's eardrums out. But uh, we're gonna go over the boys. So there's there's two things that are coming out, right? Well, I sorry, two things that have come out. Uh, a trailer for the new season, which is gonna drop in June, which I'm super excited for because the boys is. Uh, I think one of the top shows on TV right now. And a couple weeks back, they actually released a eight episode cartoon series anthology of cartoons that are, that take place in the world of the boys that some feature characters from the show and some are brand new and it's all different creators. And I really enjoyed it and I figured we could, we could talk about it, but I think we should watch the trailer now, react to it and uh, hit that first and then jump into the cartoon. What do you think? I'm already bored. This podcast sucks without Ariani, I think. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's, it's okay. <laughs> we're, we're all right. All right now, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So should we do the trailer first or should we do the what? What, what are we doing? Let, let's do the trailer first. Let's pull the trailer up. Okay. And, give, me, uh, give me a second over here. I got to sign into my other computer. All right, Anthony, are you ready to hit play here on this uh, uh, trailer here? Let's go. Count it down. Okay. All right. Three. And then people at home, get the trailer up. We're looking at the Prime Video, um, uh, the Boys uh, Dash Official Season Red Band Teaser Trailer Prime Video. Um, it is a, a minute and 46 seconds if you'd like to play along with us. Okay. So, um, and three, two, one play. All right, so right off the bat, we got Billy Butcher over here, right? And the big thing <laughs> is his eyes are glowing, right? Yeah, 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 okay. Homelander, to yeah. close, close up, close up and backlit. Black Noir. Black Noir, there's a lot of... All right. Huey, right, a couple Huey. pictures of the seven. Everybody's, everybody's looking tense. Everybody's all off. upset. Yeah, yeah. Oh, ooh, he's like, oh, it's a boy band. There we go. Oh. Little body explosion over yeah, here. Body Everybody's explosion. eyes lighting up. This goes right there. Was that a red, white, and blue? Who's that character now with the red? 
I'm not sure. The, the one that they just showed is Soldier oh, Captain Boy. Captain America. That was Captain yeah. America. Soldier Boy is the name of that character. Soldier, yeah. Soldier Boy. Yep. Oh. So, little puke action. That's because he was taking V, right? Right. Oh. oh. So. Little rabbit. Little dance sequence, right? Uh, Homelander's twisted. Oh. Oh, ouch. Action and laser beam. Oh, that was uh, B uh, Billy Butcher. All right, so June 3rd. So we got some time before this yeah, comes out. Yeah, we got some right? time here. Yeah, what's the little uh -oh, tag? Oh, what's here? happening? See, I'm not sure who that was supposed to be. I think it's, isn't that Soldier Boy? Because he's supposed to be like Captain but America coming out of... Carbonite or but, but why would I they mean, show him in the trailer beforehand? Carbon freezing. <laughs> Carbonite, you're mixing all your your pop culture over here. I yeah, didn't even catch that. No doubt. <laughs> um, the, the only thing is, why would you show him in the trailer beforehand and then do a slow reveal like that at the end? That's a little weird. Because no one will know. It's just some some dude with a with a hipster beard just look, moving his head up, right? I I guess I I don't know, but uh. I mean, it, it. I like the trailer. I like that it's just a music video. There's really nothing story-wise there. It's just showing you all the action beats and and right. So interesting let's talk about stuff. this in terms of like how we both look at the boys right now. I really, really like the boys. You had the boys tied with the HBO Watchmen when we did a. It was a couple That's of years right. ago, right? That's right. You, yeah. You think it's that good. And I think it's really, really good. But I don't I don't think it's at the level of Watchmen. I mean, now the that HBO I have a Watchmen. little more time, I think Watchmen is slightly ahead of it. But this is right there. I think th this is really, really good. It's it's almost like it for me, it's almost like uh, Watchmen transcends the streaming genre it transcends the comic book it transcends everything that it is it's better than the whole of that you know whatever genre or 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 format and it just exceeded all expectations to part, be a part that it's not just um and then remember i said i hope alan moore actually watched that one um right um i really like the boy but i don't think it, i don't think you know, I don't think that uh, the boys is 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 does all those things, and it cut the complexity of the storytelling of Watchmen. I'm talking about the Watchmen other than the boys. Right, right. So I'm sorry. I, yeah, I mean, I, I right, I yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. The, the, it's a different level of storytelling for sure. The the boys is a comic book brought to life on screen. That's basically what it is. Watchmen is it's I guess what would you like a think piece kind of thing. Like where um, you're sitting there and you're really thinking about what you're watching and really paying attention and and right. I, I mean, I don't want to use this because this this phrase term term because it's it's overused. But like Watchmen is a deconstruction of the genre, right? It's right. a complete deconstruction of the genre and it works on all kinds of levels. And the original Alan Moore piece did, and that's why I think that the HBO Watchmen was. Um, uh, deconstructed continued with that in a way that like you know the Zack Schneider film didn't 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 understand it and we've talked about this a thousand times but the boys I think 
is really good, but it feels like a streaming service. It doesn't feel like a movie. It doesn't like we're going step by step through the story. There's shocking reveals. There's really good cat development. There's all this great stuff, but I don't think they're 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 challenging the genre. I mean, yes, it is the Justice League. The boys is the Justice League. What if they were bad? Right. 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 And 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 but you know we've seen that right the boys does it do do it and it's and it's really good it's really good i'm very excited to see it again and see the next one um um the biggest thing i'm you know and and so so t- tell me about and, and we don't want to do we want to do spoilers with the comics right because there's this weird so, space you do like this game of thrones thing so do we talk about what we expect from the trailer because of the comic book well, here's the thing. So I've been reading the boys. I'm not I haven't finished it yet. I'm on there. There's six volumes um, of collected trade paperbacks. I'm just starting the fifth one now. So, so far, this is a show where, yeah, the source material is there, but it's not really tied to it like other comic book shows are. And this right. is what I find interesting because my thing is like I I got to use The Walking Dead as an example. The original comic book is tremendous. I love everything about the original comic book. Um, from beginning to end, it's one of the best reads you'll, you'll ever read in terms of, of comic book material. The show started branching off so far from the comic, and the decisions that they were making just were not good. They were head-scratching. It was uninteresting, and I gave up on the show. I hated the, the twist with, with Negan when in the season uh, when they first introduced him and he went to kill somebody and they didn't show you who it was and you had to wait the whole next year. It just sucked all the tension out of that scene because now you had to wait a whole year because honestly, I don't think they had uh, made up their minds who they wanted to kill, right? In the comic books, it's Glenn. That's what he does. He shows up, he kills Glenn. That's it. In the show, they drag that out and whatever. And that was the first thing I was so mad about it. I literally was Googling spoilers like who does Negan kill on the show? And I actually found out weeks before the show aired and I'm like, good, I don't even got to watch the show. And that that was the only thing I was interested in finding out who if with, if they actually followed through. Now, with the boys, the two the, the basic ideas are there, right? There's some stuff that does overlap like the jumping off point where uh a train kills Huey's girlfriend. That's in the comic books in the in the beginning, but honestly, that's kind of it. Like, um, the team's not even the same. It's a isn't the, there like the, Martian Manhunter? Who's the guy who's Martian Manhunter? Uh, no, well, there's J- Jesse from Jupiter or something like that. No, there's uh, there's there's so many more superheroes in the comic book, and there's all these different teams. And honestly, that that might be early on. Like, there is just some crazy stuff that goes on in the comics. But um, the the boy, like, even Huey, Huey in the comic versus Huey in the show, he's he's not a likable guy. Like, he's really not, like, I don't even know who you would root for in the comics. Like, you kind of, Huey is kind of like your main thing, right? His relationship with Star, uh, Starlight's there. So you get that part of it. But, like, the comic book and the show, like, are... T- totally different that and they're both enjoyable that that's the thing i really like both versions of it 
Um, so I don't think there's really anything to talk about in the comics that's going to ruin uh, the, the show. I mean, the one main, main thing from this trailer that's an element from the comic books is, and you could tell because Billy Butcher's eyes are glowing, right? So you know he's he's juiced up on Compound V. If you didn't figure it out, you're not paying attention to the trailer, right? Right. But in the in the comics, they're all jacked up on Compound V. So that's how they're able to fight the Seven and go toe-to-toe with them. Um, in the show, it's more like they're thinking about and planning and, and you know, they have to have a, a strategy because they're they're just going to get killed by these guys. So now you know Billy's got some leverage on Homeland. And in the right? comic book, when you take Compound V, it only lasts for a little right. bit. But in the comics, it's part of their system. So they actually have, like, power. Like, Huey is, like, super strong and doesn't know, and he accidentally kills some guy that he didn't mean to kill. So, like, there, there's elements like that. So it lingers. So if you take right. compound V and you spike, does it you spike and then it falls off and then but you still have lingering still superpowers? Have, right. Yeah. So it seems like they changed that part of it for the show where it's not um full um what was it like all the time kind of thing. Right. Right. But see, that's that's the thing also reading the comic book when you know, because you bought me that trade paperback and I read it, it's, it's still sitting there. I mean, and and I, I maybe this is a segue into the the animation. It is nihilistic, you know. I I you know I I just it's it's bereft of a it it, it is because the boys the television show you have Huey to kind of bring everybody together and going like actually they might have a point and they're trying to do something. But like, there's somebody to root for, like you're saying. But like, but like, um, the comic book and everything else, it's 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 bereft of a moral center, you know. Yeah. And I, right. So and, the and, anime, and we let's jump it back and forth because we're, right. let's go to the anime. I I I'm a little bit overwhelmed by the 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 uh, the boys diabolical. What? Quick intro for our audience. Tell us, you know, the boys diabolical. What is it? All right. So it's a it's an eight episode. They're like 15 minutes each um, anthology series where each story takes place in the world of the boys. So you're going to you can watch them in any order that you want. There's no carry through. Um, There's some characters from the show in the episodes. um, And most of the stories are, are brand new now. I know you said it was a little intense. And yeah, some of these episodes are. But I think the difference between you and I is I watched them one one episode a day. You binged them over like two hours, right? So you, you right? Say you. Well, no, I watched I, I watched the first four. But all in one sitting, four. right? Right, right, right. Yeah. See, I, I watched like one a day. Maybe there might have been a... a a day here or there where I might have watched two in a row. But for the most part, it was over like a week. So, you know, there, there's some interesting ideas here. Um, do you want to go episode by episode, T, or, or do you think we should just highlight the, I could do the episode ones? by episode, but I've seen the first five and then the last one. So there was eight. Okay. Right. So I there missed was, six and missed seven. Six, six and, seven. and seven. Okay. Right, so right, right. So those are actually pretty good. Um, but for the... You know the, the 
the purposes of this podcast, I, I said that the last episode is really important because it's essentially Homelander's first mission. And I thought it would be good to, to talk about that. But we could start with the first one is Laser uh, Baby's Day Out is the name of the title. So I actually, right. you know, spoilers for the show. We're, we're just going to go into it and talk yeah, about it. Full spoilers. Okay. Yeah. Baby's Day Out, the Looney Tunes episode. That That's all it is. Right, right down to the, the music cues, the animation style. <laughs> right, right, right. The way right. that it's shot. And, so, so, so this one, uh, Laser Baby's Day Out. This one is uh, pretty much if what would really happen if uh, if uh, Jack Jack from The Incredibles was let loose on the right. world, right? Yep, basically. So, uh, and it was just la- laser eyes. There, there was a one par- power laser eyes and this cute little thing, and it was just, I mean. You, you know, you're saying I binged all four, but I was already over. I was already over it halfway through this one. This one went with, on a little with, too with, long, I think. With with, with with just the slaughtering, just the, the sheer sheer human slaughter. I mean, I I, I I got the impression, and I and I and I and I and I lasted through it. So I mean, I, I'm trying to figure out. Right, so. Supposedly, this scientist who's been testing, like, uh, uh, experimenting on babies, all of a sudden has a change of heart and wants to adopt one that makes him a, a likable, good character, so, injecting all kinds of drugs into into babies all this time, right? Well, this is straight out of season two, right? They had all those babies in the uh, in right. the bassinets that had all the powers and everything. So that's basically so this what, is what how this is. you're right. So this is how it works, right? Right, but in this, we're being asked to not just not just telling us how that works because we know how it works with the thing, right? So we're saying that this doctor is a, a, a likable character because the one he thought was cute, he wants to adopt, right? Because he didn't, well, he didn't, he knew that they were all going to be a lot of them were terminated. So he owns his own. He's only worked with this one thing, anyway. So and then the 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 juxtaposition of, I mean, and and Looney Tunes had extreme violence. So and I get it. You know what I mean? I get that what they're saying there, but it was just so overwhelming with like cutting people's heads exploding and brains going. It was like a whole like you take the right. Well, I mean, it's like. Uh... Like the scene in what is it, uh, Man of Steel, when when Superman gets, or no, not Man of Steel, sorry, um, it, terrible film, X Men Origins Wolverine, when Cyclops gets his powers in the classroom, like out of nowhere, and just opens his eyes and just starts lasering everything. It's essentially that, but for like right, right, ten right. minutes with a baby, um, just lasering everything and everybody. See, to me, I thought that the Doctor goofed and let the kid out. And was trying to cover his own tracks, but it was just done in such a goofy way that it made it made you think like he was meant to be, a, like you said, uh, like care for the the kid and stuff like that. At the right. end, he eventually does, but it it's really him trying not to get in trouble because he knows that Vot would kill him essentially. Do, do you have um? Do you have like each each episode because there's 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 different creative teams on each episode. Right? Yeah. Right. Yep. So we're we're gonna go over here. Hold on. Uh, I can't see. I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to find it here on IMDb. Well, the the main one in in episode one, it's Ben Schwartz. He's he's the voice 
quote unquote, because it's not a speaking part uh, of the main doctor. And the writer is, is Garth Ennis, Evan Goldberg, uh, and Derek Robertson. Well, he's the illustrator. Um, Where are you seeing this? It, this is on IMDb. If you go on the the episode by episode, well, Garth Ennis is is is, is Garth Ennis is the he's the original creator of the comic book. Right, right, right. Um, but essentially, yeah, that that's the first episode. Uh, you want to jump to episode two? Yeah, keep let's it, go to keep it moving. Two. So episode now, two, and now actually, now mind you, all my criticisms of that first episode are here. Um, now, director, writer, this felt like um, this felt like Rick and Morty. Is it, it was it there? Is the Rick, yeah, Justin Roiland. He's he's the voice of uh, of what, the Papers. Is the name of the character the guy who could find all the papers? So, the the name of this episode is an animated short where pissed off soups kill their parents, and basically, that's exactly what happens in this episode. Um, okay, right, right. Because I was like, right. this is a this is an episode of Rick and Morty. Now, every every criticism I have of the first episode, I agree with it in the second episode. But there's an actual the character of um, the Ghost girl? is the character. Is it? Yeah, Ghost is her name here. She's written okay. as Ghost. Right, right. Um, uh, I wanted to see that done really. You know what I mean? I, I think that's a compelling superhero. I mean, I want to see that in like the X Men. I mean, I want it. I want to kind of like that was a really compelling character, but it it got lost in just the insanity. And you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, this episode. This I think is probably the most over the top one. If now that I'm thinking about it, actually no. The Aquafina one is the the most over the top, but this is right there. But I thought this was a really good episode because it's it's really it's really messed up. I mean, think about it. You're you're a parent. You have a baby. You inject them with Compound V. They get a power that is not normal, you know right? Why? I mean, it's essentially the X Men, right? They abandon their kids and they go to like a a facility where they train them and everything, and then they eventually find out who their parents are. And then they all decide to kill their own parents. And to your point, uh, the character of Ghost at the end, Homelander shows up, kills everybody. But since she's a ghost, she's not affected by his laser beams. And now she has to live with everything that they just did. And that's pretty uh, pretty intense. And I, I think that character, uh, Ghost, was a really, really compelling uh, a character and I, and I like really want it like I'd love to see more of that character but it was lost in the in the in the like the, the, the insanity spectacular the spectacular level of just gore it's like you take like the first five Friday the 13th movie gore like I mean it's just like it was like over I'm like overwhelmed by just it's like every every other second it's coming you cut the hoodie and a blowfish <laughs> the right, music. right right and I, I i i don't i don't mind gore right i don't mind the cartage uh, um it's just 
I feel like this wasn't serving a purpose other than we're going to go wild with gore. But, but I so think I think stra- that's the exact stra- purpose of this. Strap in. Strap it. Well, that's that's not my bag then. Right. You know what I mean? I. So, I mean, so you know what? I think go to one by one. Whatever, because what's the next one after the, this? The what's one the after, one this? after this. We're not gonna go on. Now, th- this one's interesting. This one's I'm your pusher. Okay. This is the with the drug dealer. Where now this is interesting because these characters of Billy and uh, and Huey are essentially the comic book versions of these characters. They look just like they do in the comics, um, you know. And Huey is actually voiced by Simon oh, Pegg, yeah. who is meant to look like Simon Pegg in the comics, right? Which is, which is pretty oh, right, interesting. Right. So this is from the comic reality, not the not the, the 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 television series reality, right? This is where they had J- J- Justin from J- Jupiter, Jack from Jupiter, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Jack from the Jupiter, cast right now, right, right. yeah. So I mean, the, the the most interesting thing about this episode, though, is the. Uh, Billy the Butcher is voiced by Jason Isaac and not um, uh, Carl Urban. But, you know, Homelander is, is Anthony Starr throughout all these episodes. And even Huey is voiced by Simon Pegg. So it's interesting that they would do that and not get the actual actors from the show when they, they have some of them here and there. But th- this episode, because this is basically what they're trying to do in the comics, is kill the soups and... They get the the drug dealer to spike the. Uh, but so, why, why can they get Jason Isaacs to do this, but not to be the Grand Inquisitor in Obi Wan? Too much makeup. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't that know. that's a tangent for another episode. Yeah, it's a tangent for another episode, but, but still, you know. But basically, um, yeah, they, they spike the the guy's drugs, and he ends up killing the, the other soup. Takes the pressure off off. Uh, off Billy and, and Huey, and basically that that's that's the whole story. Did did you like this episode? I thought this one was was good too. You weren't a fan of it. I could see it in your face. I I mean it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. Like and standing on its own, it's fine. I mean I'm just see in the realm of the show, uh, I could see this being a plot that they would they would do in 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 live action. Right. You know? Right. Right. Oh, Kieran Kieran Culkin is is. Is the drug dealer? I think so. I think so. What else did he do, Kieran Culkin? He's in he's in um uh Succession in HBO. Oh, I don't watch Succession. Oh, you don't watch no. you know, you gotta you gotta watch Succession. You gotta be you gotta be you gotta be. Um But uh Maeve Butcher Yeah, because they did a different version of Mage. Who's PR type? Kimberly Brooks. Probably one of like the people in the crowd or something. The great, uh, the great, oh, oh, great white wonder. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And OD is the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, so the, the actress who did the, the voice for character. for right, Maeve right. is the the same one from the show. Oh, yeah. really? But she's playing a different version, right? Right. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, it was good on its own. I, it's it. I mean, I liked it in terms of how it was more like the comic book. That was the most interesting thing right. for me, you know, that they went for the comic book reality, and that was the most interesting thing. But again, it was like, um, you know, you you know, you're they're going for for like this extreme, extreme violence over the top, 
Right, right. Because because I called you. I was at work. I was like, all right, you know what? I'm covering a a, 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 a class of my free period at, at work, right? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch. I got to watch this for the podcast and I just want to have chill with the kids. So maybe I could put this on and Anthony's like, no, don't put it on for the kids. Yeah. No, you know d- what I mean? definitely not. <laughs> You're like, like, which one is most tame that, that I can watch? And I'm like, honestly, none of them. Yeah, right, I'm, like, right, I'm like, if you want a job tomorrow, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't put it on today kind of thing. Or basically if right, you want so your job like, today, like, don't put it on now. <laughs> um, I was like, really, really? Is that, it's that intense. So yeah. And it was, and it was, and it is right. Um, but anyway, let's let's dispense with the the whole uh, um, because even the uh, Boyd in three D he he dre- he dreamt all of it right. No, it was real. Did he not that? So no, they, he took he took the thing. Yeah, and I thought he dreamt the whole thing, and then he was just in the same thing, his face melting. No, he became an addict to the the substance. So Boyd in three D is episode four. Where the main character, Boyd, uh, goes for like an experiment with Vought and they give him like this face cream and it changes the way that he looks. So instead of being like a skinny little guy with like a big nose, he puts the cream on his face and ends up looking more like Homelander. And he wants to impress his his neighbor. And basically, that's what he does. So he ends up like sleeping with her and everything. And then she ends up doing the same thing not knowing what it is she puts the cream on her face and ends up looking like like a cat person kind of thing and and it works as a metaphor in terms of your social right. media personality and your social media presence versus who you really are and the, like I, I, right. I, I see what goes on and again individually not bad right um, I mean, this was a and, commentary see, on then i'm a little bit confused because at the end right at the end they're like, oh, you know, and they're figuring out that they actually like each other before all this insanity. Right. And then he wakes up in the thing. Now, no, his head explodes did, at the end. There was a- from taking all the all the stuff. Right. That's how it, that's the very end. Right. When he's with the doc, when he's with Camille Nanjiani. No, right, right. So right before he's there with Camille Nanjiani and they're there in the thing. Right. Right. They're both ran out of all Right, and went down to the toilet, got the flushed. Drug, right, she ca- she came over, and she was like, "Oh!" And then they started to be, be like, "Oh, we learned a lesson," and then it cuts to him in the chair. What happened? What happened to her? Right? I, I don't remember. Nothing, because they they see see that's the thing. It goes to the scene where she comes and says, "Oh, blah blah blah," and then they're both in their original forms their natural right. forms and then they're talking and then it cuts to him in the chair with his face melting like clay face right? right and then his head explodes so and he dies right right so he wait that this thing happens and then he wakes up in the chair like he's dreaming the fact that she's coming right so so that last scene where they're reconciling didn't happen because that's part of his imagination how far back when is it did he i don't think he ever left that chair oh that's interesting i'm gonna have to rewatch I it I, I I after uh, at the end right i don't think he ever left the honestly, chair. this is one of the ones i take for face they, value they put the thing on him and he and i then, took this huh? one at face value that the story that they were telling was happening as it was happening but maybe not maybe 
I kind of, I, I think it's all, it's a fever dream by the guy in the chair. All right, I'm going to have to. What, what's the name of the character? Well, Boyd. Um, yeah, Boyd. That That's an interesting take. I, that never crossed my mind. Camille Nanjiani has such a specific voice that it's unmistakably right. him. You know what I mean? And I can't hear anything other than him. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but, uh, you know, I was like, oh, it's this one's going to end like with a happy ending. Nah. Right. And 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 then and then there's the Aquafina one right after okay. this one, right? So I did not like this one at all. I I hate to harp on it, but to me this was the worst episode of the bunch. See, here's the thing: I don't think I whatever criticism you have of this one, I have for the entire thing. I don't think any of it's funny. No, I didn't think this was funny. I don't I don't think any of it's funny. I don't think it's meant to I don't be think funny. Th- that, well, this episode, the Looney Tunes one, wasn't this, supposed this to be funny. Was meant to be funny. Um, it wasn't. I thought it was stupid. The Looney Tunes one isn't supposed to be funny. Uh, I, I mean, they present all the violence in all these. It's all cartoon. All this is presented. All right, in yeah, a I guess that way. that one is. Meant I think to we're be. supposed. Right, but uh, that that would be the only one. Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty people are comedians. There was funny moments. I'm Paper Guy. Oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing. I I just can float them around. I really can't find out where papers. Oh, I really did. But they're all supposed to be funny, and and I don't think. See, maybe that's it. I didn't find the humor. See, in I didn't. Not just the Aquafina one, because this one's by Aquafina, right? right? Yeah. 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 I think they all fell flat in terms of humor, and I only watched the first five and then the last one. I think the one that made the most sense for me was the Homeland, the final one, because all right, let, let's right. let's table that. We'll, we'll we'll get to that one. All right, um, all right. I mean, I don't know. This one, it, it's literally about a piece of poop that she makes come alive. Um, right. I don't really have much to say about it. You. I mean, it's very anime in style, so there's this kind well, of a, like each bright one eyes, is, kind of like each anime one kind of has its own animation style, its own visual um, distinction, right? Now, BF. So she 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 has the power to uh, make poop sentient, right? Right, like awaken to awaken um, poops, right? So Aquafina, Sky, and Areola, and uh, the deep is in yeah, it. That's actually the actor from the show, also. Seth Rogen's in this one. Seth, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let me see. Uh, I mean, I I wasn't a fan, but I'm not a big fan. Like when they did the uh, Star Wars visions, I, I you know I wasn't a big fan of like when it was oh we're in a band and kind of. This kind of goofy juice, uh, Josie and the Pussycats meets anime kind of thing. Yeah, um, I, um, I mean, it is what it is. All right, so episode six and seven, I know you didn't watch, um, but episode six is, is this is a good one. Um, I would put this higher on the list of, of ones to check out. I think when I first gave you, uh, like, I'm like, T, if you can't watch them all, watch these. I'm pretty sure this was in the top five that I told you to watch. Um, this one, it's two, two characters. It's like a meet cute, fall in love, get divorced kind of thing. That's basically the story in a nutshell. But Don Cheadle is, uh, one of the voices in, in this episode. Um, 
definitely yeah. i would i would tell you to go back and check this out i'm since you didn't see it it's it's gonna be hard to to really talk about but um yeah. you know go watch this tomorrow what's the premise i, I told you it's a, it's a meet cute and uh you know you fall in love get married get divorced and what what happens in the end kind of thing but it it there's more interesting bits along the way but that's basically the summer so they got they got they have john dimaggio here who's played doing the voice of groundhawk yeah so he's you know john 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 dimaggio is the voice of bender and uh um he's in like everything uh, he's like one of the biggest voice actors of all time. They were actually trying to uh, bring back. Um, they're bringing back um, Futurama, and uh, he uh, he was the last holdout. Um, I never saw Futurama. I don't, for a contract, I don't know. For, for, for you know, Bender's right. the robot who's like the drunk robot, right? right? So be, be, John DiMaggio went to school with my brother. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, John DiMaggio. Does an imitation of my father. <laughs> you got to get him to do it on the podcast. Well, no, no, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. He does an imitation of my brother and I doing an imitation of my father. <laughs> like my buddy, my buddy Joel. What he, you know, he works in fundraising in L.A. in Hollywood, and uh, they were at a thing, and you know, they were talking. He goes, "Oh, where are you from?" He goes, "Oh, yeah, I'm from Elizabeth. Oh, I'm from New Jersey too. Where in New Jersey, Elizabeth?" And he goes. Oh, I know somebody from Elizabeth Bjorn. It goes, Joel, my buddy Joel's like, oh my gosh, that's my best friend. <laughs> my best friend's older brother. Blah, blah, blah. And he goes, oh. So he starts doing, doing the impression. Uh, I, I can't have my father. I can't have my father when listening to this podcast. But he goes, um, he goes, Andy, vacuum the carpet, Andy. <laughs> he just does that, like in this fundraising thing in, in Hollywood. So. That's funny. So, but no, John, and I hung out with him back in college, you know, party days. But uh, he was uh, really that's cool. That's awesome. You know, and I'm glad he has a great career. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. I didn't know. I never knew that. But he, they, went, they went to Mason Gross uh, over in Rutgers. Oh, cool. Brunswick. Cool. All right. So we'll just jump to the next episode is uh, John John and Soon He. This is actually a pretty good one, too. So uh, Guy's wife is, you know, they're an older couple. She's dying. This what is episode, episode is seven. This? I don't even see it. Yeah, here. it's called uh, John and Sunhee. So, basically, she's dying, and he injects her with Compound B, and to, you know, to to save her life. That's basically the the premise of the episode. Right, right, right. Um, th- this one I I, I like too. Th- th- you know, I would say uh, definitely watch this one too. I I mean, honestly, they're, they're all worth your time. Um, if if you're gonna watch. This is Andy Samberg wrote yeah. this one from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yep. Did they just go? How's the how's the uh, the violence in this one? Because now I'm imagining these last two that I didn't see. I'm I'm not imagining a lot of violence. You know what? It this there's violence, but it's different than the other ones. Like I don't see. I don't know how to give it away. Um or how to how to explain it to you without really spoiling it because that's part of what the episodes are. So I, I would say just go back and watch them. And if you're listening to the podcast, you probably watched them already. Um, so hit us up and let us know what you thought and we'll read it on the next episode. So, all right, let's just jump. Andy's let's Amber. jump to the last one, T. One plus one equals two. 
this I thought right. was was the best episode. It's home. It's it's essentially Homelander's first mission. Why is it called one plus one equals two? I never made the connection. Is it Homelander and Black Noir? One plus one equals two. Oh, I guess you know. See now, now here's the thing. A lot of violence in this one, but I think that it worked in terms of the story. Right, work, because right? you know because where the character it ends goes up. in, and and knowing Homelander and how much of a scumbag he is, um, you see him trying to be Superman, yep. right? You see him attempting at least attempting to be a good guy and then it all goes horribly wrong and the idea is that he can't tell having superpowers like this it's just you can't be around like it was that one there was that one episode of um the uh, the animated adventures of superman um the adventures of superman the anime i i forget what it was called but it was the paul denny superman uh, series and um He's fighting Darkseid, and uh, he go and, and there's this one really great monologue from Superman, and he's like, um, Paul Denny was amazing, um, and uh, he says, I have to live my life. He's about to show down, like he's about to kick Darkseid's ass, and he's like, I live my life in a world of cardboard. Everything I do, I have to be so careful. I tuck, I pick up a glass or breaks whatever. it, right. you know, I. I I, I I can I break the world around me, and now I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let loose on you, and then Superman proceeds to kick the shit out of Darkseid, right? Um, and I think this episode of of this it's like that kind of thing. He's trying to be Superman, but he doesn't have uh, uh, super restraint, I guess that uh, you know Kal El does, right? You know what I mean? And he's just like. So there's this really great character arc for the person that we know from the thing where it's like he was abused as a child. He's lying about baseball. He's lying about this idyllic yep. uh, childhood. And then, it, and, 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 and then when the violence comes, the violence is earned. The, the gore is earned. And it's, it's, it's not so – this episode isn't supposed to be funny. No, no right. Right? It's not supposed to be funny. It's the only one out of all of them that were not supposed to be funny. And then I'm and then I'm like wow, and then it's like because I you know, I knew Black Noir was going to I think they added a little chase scene between there was this little the only thing I didn't like was that that episode could have ended like 3 minutes earlier because the second Black Noir was reaching behind his back the first time he should have just killed the woman there. But they felt like they needed to extend this kind of the two of them jumping around, showing down. And I mean, I didn't need that scene of the chase scene in the chemical factory between the two of them. Um, but the violence is earned and um, and it was a little bit chilling. But this was the best one because the, it, it's the... the thinking through the consequences of the thing that's happening other than just trying to be shocking. Right. And right? you can see Homelander 
getting messed up more and more as the, you know the episode goes on. Like right, right, right. You know the first right, right. But he was messed up to begin with. Right. He was just trying. He was making an attempt to not be right. messed up. Right, right. I mean, you could tell from the, the first lady that you know shoots at him. He ties her up with the pipes, and she's like, "You tied me too tight. I can't move." And he's like, "Well, be a good guy next time, right?" <laughs> I, I, I thought he, she or said can't I can't breathe. breathe. Right, 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 right. And I was like, oh, right, right, right. right. And then I thought she was going to die right there. And I, I mean, that scene with her t- tying her up, that could have been an entire right. episode. You know what I mean? And there was a lot of really great stuff in this one. Um, uh, and I think this one definitely worked the most because I didn't feel like the, the, the violence was... was you know, it, you know, it just, just to kind of, just to kind of be there to make things more but extreme. But we also have a relationship with Homelander and with Black Noir and uh, uh, Elizabeth Shue's character. I can't think of her name. Uh, oh, Madeline, right? Like we know these characters. Even um, what's his name? Uh, Stan Edgar, the Carlos, uh, Giancarlo Esposito's character. Like, we know these characters before. Right. So when you have a pre-existing relationship and you know th- about the characters, I think that enhances it too. And when you realize, oh, this is his first mission before he was anything, it makes it a little more interesting. But I see, I think the the, the character that I, I di- that I felt the most for, I mean, in the series was the ghost in episode two. Because I think that concept and and some of the execution, other than this arbitrary kind of this arbitrary violence and kind of silliness surrounding it, this story about you know a, a, a teenager whose parents have and, and and she can't touch anything and and she's probably immortal like what they were saying and she's like. And the guy's gonna go stab her, and she, the mom or dad, and he grabs the hand, and she kind of fills in the hand, and and it's just all there. I was like, I was like, that's a really great character, and and she gets lost in all the stupidity. Yeah. No, no, you know I, I, mean? I, yeah, the, the, absolutely. But I still like the show. I mean, to me, I think this episode was the best, and that episode w- was second. If I had to rank them in order, so those yeah. are the two best. What about what? What about which one did I meet, miss? Six and seven. Where do they rate? Um. All right. If I had to rank the the whole series, the, this one, episode eight, is is number one. Uh, I'm I'm trying to pull up the the list so I can just go through. Um. Episode two would be number two. Then I would think. I think the the Boyd in three D. I think that would be my third. That one's pretty, pretty messed up and intense. Um, then maybe, I mean, because there was a there was a theme right. there that they followed through. It, it would be a little bit obvious theme, but it was a theme there that they. But followed yeah, I mean, but with, you know, right? it, it was in the execution, like even though like. Like we talked about this, not a theme, a thesis. Right. I mean, we right. talked yeah, about yeah. this with Spider-Man, yeah. right? Like, even though you knew stuff was going to happen, it was in the execution that that they really pulled it off. Um, then I would go with episode 
th- uh, three, I am your pusher. And then I, I think it's episode six and seven. So the, the Aquafina and then episode one would be the, the, the last two. I think that that would be my order. You know, and it was also like, because we were watching, we never covered it. What was the, um, uh, Jupiter circle side anime. Oh, what was um, that? Which one was that? Uh, super, super crooks. Super crooks. Did we, we cover we, that? We or did. We just I love super crooks. You guys, I, I don't think ever watched it. Yeah. Right. You only watched some, I watched some of it. I watched the first right? episode. I was like, yeah, I, well, I liked it. I like the beginning, but it was just kind of like it was just so much stuff going on, man. I couldn't give up. That was that chase scene. Did it? Did it stay like that for the rest no, of I it? No, I mean, there's, there's, a, it's a pretty intricate plot throughout, and there, there's a lot of interesting stuff in there. Yeah. I really like that show. I, I mean, last year, Invincible was was the best in animation. But Super Crooks was was right. was up there with it. It was, I don't want to say just as good, um, but it was just as good. But Invincible was was better. So I guess technically not just yeah. as good. But there's a, there's a lot of these Star Wars visions, Super Crooks, The Boys Diabolical. I'm I'm sure maybe there's one or two others examples of this that you know. Um, I don't I guess I guess uh I guess uh um what if falls into this category too um um I, I don't feel it 100% and you know what even with what if there was a moment where I was like ah, I got to watch it you know I I I didn't like it wasn't it wasn't these animated kind of side things aren't it's it's all like the animatrix right right and i don't i don't feel like it brings me close enough to the thing i i um and i loved what if the comic book uh going forward but i feel like what if i, I week to week it was just it was all too much i feel like what if should drop two or three times a year like randomly there's a new what if like and three or four like, episodes yeah. at a time maybe and then or you something get like into that. it i'm saying one episode at a time and they don't they don't tell you until like a week before and then everybody's scrambling to see it the internet will light up oh there's a new what if and then they'll oh maybe know, they can keep it a secret because like it's an anime. hour episode like that like an actual mini movie kind of thing no, the same length as what they're saying. 25. It's just like, oh, we're gonna drop it, just drop it, and then they're gonna be like, what? And people will be thrilled, and it'll everybody will watch it because it's streaming. They don't have to go to the movie theaters, and then all of a sudden, everybody's gonna do the breakdowns and stuff like that. But people, I could even tell the people who do the the breakdowns of these things, and they were doing the breakdowns, were getting exhausted. You know what I mean? Because there was two, there was there was the what if comic book. Back in, in, you know, when it was coming out in the, you know, I don't know, still ready to start late 70s, early 80s. Um, that only came out once a month, you know, but week to week to week with all these different versions of all these different characters is great, but you can't do week to week with that. 
I think they should make what if till the end of time, but I think it shouldn't be like I have to, you know, plow through all these weeks and then they kind of want to make an Avengers yeah, at see, the end. That was, was that like, was really? my complaint. With it. They should have been standalone stories that don't tie to anything because now I think they're going to tie some of that into the live action with Doctor Strange and stuff, and I don't know if that's the right decision. Guarantee I will bet anybody $100 right now that Captain Carter is going to be in Multiverse of Madness. You know, probably a couple of other uh, other people. And we know we know that's going to happen. In all these kind of animated things, I think it you need to salt and pepper that in. That can't be the main course. These things can't be the main course. And when you put Just, them out... They need to be more it, sweet, Amazon chili, lime sauce, all that, right? What did, you, what did you tell me before the episode? Right, right, right. Chili, yeah, chili, lime sauce. Trader Joe's chili lime seasoning. What you do, it's like it's a little shaker you put on. And you go, next time you're at Trader Joe's, all our listeners, buy it. Make some popcorn the old-fashioned way, a little oil at the bottom of a, of a pot. Cook it up. And then just put that chili lime seasoning on there and then just enjoy. And watch the and boys to yourself. your freshly made popcorn. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NotAllPods. Visit us on our website at NotAllPodcastWearCapes.com. And send us an email, NotAllPods at gmail.com. Also subscribe and listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Not All Podcasts Wear Capes is a Thaumaturge Wonderworks production. This issue was edited by Andre 3.0 Marks. No, but I have to get into the other computer. Teaser two computer production. Scoff. Three computers. Three screens. You don't have to say the word scoff when you scoff. <laughs> but I, but I, 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 when I said it, now I want to do it all the time. Wait, that scoff. was on something recently. Um, really? Yeah. What, what was I watching recently? The boys. No, it wasn't the boys. Oh, Scott, is that is that what we do in the shadows? Um, Laszlo, he says scoff every time he scoffs. Is that what it is? I don't remember. I think I think that's I what probably, it might be. I'm subconsciously stealing it from him. <laughs> uh, but I I feel like I want to say scoff. All the time. I, I, I think that's where it's from. Where every time he scoffs, he goes scoff. <laughs>